Good morning. It is wonderful to see you. Would you stand with us, please? Glad to have you here with us worshiping at Crossroads Ministries. everyone. Merry Christmas as we continue. Joyful, joyful we are. 
Opportunity. I want you to actually. I'm going to have you do this. Turn around and look at the lints in the um, in the in the loft there. The lints are up there. Do you see them? <laughs> they are standing out just a little bit, but we love that they're here today in their festive festive clothing. We have some other others dressed up here today. We've got people in their jammies. I think we have any adults in their jammies today, Courtney. other than Courtney. <laughs> Jason, our children's ministry director, we are so excited that you're here today. And we are so excited that God allowed us to celebrate what he is doing for us in our lives. Let's sing another song this morning and give it all to Jesus.
Well, good morning and Merry Christmas to you. Aren't you uh, Merry Christmas. Aren't you glad to be here? I'll tell you, Christmas Day. Let's give God a hand. Yeah, I know. You're thrilled to be here. Christmas Day is such an exciting time because it really is. It's, it's what we're all about. And I realize Christmas Day only falls on Sunday every seven years. But on those once every seven years, it's kind of fun to gather like this and just be with your church family. And you can just feel the energy in this place this morning. People are excited about the Savior. Amen? So uh, we're, we're excited that you're here today. Just, uh, just by way of announcements, um, uh, first of all, next Sunday... We will, uh, we will be here, that is January the 1st, all right, so that as well as a holiday, we'll be here one gathering at 10 o'clock as well, that'll be next Sunday, 10 o'clock, one gathering. Our children will be with us, we'll have a nursery up through age two, invite your children to come. Today they're in the PJs, if they want to wear them again next week, that's fine by me, all right? Uh, I'd like a picture with anybody with their PJs on today, just come grab me, we can, we can tag me on Facebook, whatever you want, you know. I know I'm not a hero, but I'd like to get a picture with you, all right? But uh, let, let's, let's just have some fun. I, wanna, I want our church to create memories. Uh, you know, we're, we're here together. We love the Lord. We're together, but there's, there's times that we just need to be making memories together, and I appreciate you being here this morning. Appreciate the memories. Appreciate the memories of the Lints up there. They look fantastic. The Hodsons in their PJs. Uh, Harry DePietro, a teenager, he came up. I saw him in his PJs. I said, I want a picture with you, my man. I see a few Browns t-shirts out there. I see one Brown t-shirt out there, all right? There's a Steelers shirt. We're having fun today. We are glad that you are here. What a wonderful place to be on Christmas Day. I uh, would like to uh, just encourage you about our, our birthday gift to Jesus offering. God is doing some great things in our church. Our goal has been $80,000. Uh, as of last Sunday, we were sitting at 52000 that had come in through our, through our offerings, and uh, we're, we're just thanking God for that. So we're praying that God takes us over, over the goal. Uh, hopefully today, we'll see what God does here today, between yesterday and today, and just watch God bless. And so if you're giving to that today, I just want to remind you that we're, we're supporting people in the Philippines today. Helping orphans. Uh, Linda Finney's here this morning. I saw her floating around the orphanage that Linda Finney grew up in the Philippines. We're, we're supporting them and uh, trying to share some love. And I know that means a lot to Linda and it means a lot to Al. And that means a lot to the orphans in the Philippines. So we, uh, we, we want to just uh, pray for them this morning, shall we? We want to pray for the orphans in Haiti. We're feeding orphans in, in Haiti. We're helping people all over the world. And missionaries, families will be blessed you know, this morning, you may have had a time of gift giving and receiving, and yours may be later or, or may already be done, but I want you to think of those missionaries on the field as they're just waiting for God to supply. And uh, maybe after we supply, they're able to do just a little bit extra with their family or a little bit extra with their church or, or with their mission that God's provided for them. So it doesn't have to be on Christmas Day that they get to have that joy. But for us, it is a true joy to give, especially at Christmas time. So if you're giving to that offering today, uh, above, and, uh, above your regular offering, just please mark birthday gift to Jesus, and we will, we will designate that as such and account it properly. And one other note on, on, the, on the giving end of things, if, uh, if, you're, if you're giving and need to get on to the year-end giving, uh, that must be either sent in the mail brought into the church or online by December 31st in the evening, 10, what, 11.59, right? Uh, that's just the rules that they tell me about all that stuff. So if you're doing that and that's, uh, that's uh, something on your mind, that's something to be 
thinking about there because next Sunday will be January the 1st. <laughs> It'll be a whole different ballgame, all right? So we're thanking God for what he's done here. This morning, I, I told all the kids. Now, I, I've been telling the kids from the pulpit up here if they would like to bring a canned good, to wrap up a canned good for our food bank and make it as a gift, an offering. Um, if, you've, if your kids have done that, I'd like to have them just come and bring that up and put that on the steps right now before we receive our morning offering. Let's give our kids a hand, all right? Not all of them were... were did it. They, not everybody knew about it, but let's just bring that up. Yeah, let's continue to applaud our kids, man. I love it. I love it. All right. We got a, a few more coming from up in the balcony. All right. Fantastic. Oh, that's okay. All right. God bless these children, huh? Here we go. I love it. Don't you love it, man? This is what Christmas is all about to me right here. Look at that. He knows the right colors to wear on Christmas Day. All right, we'll put that right there. Happy birthday, Jesus. Isn't that awesome? It has an envelope. Happy birthday, Jesus. All right. Any other children? There's a few more coming from the back there. All right. All right, they're coming. Man, you see those shoes going down the aisle? That is definitely a Christmas gift. Wow, I saw those. I said, I threatened my wife to buy a pair of those. I said, I'm going to get me a pair of those. She said, no, you're not. All right, here come a few more. Let's give these kids a hand. We, we are thanking God for our children. My goodness. And, uh, all right, thank you guys. God bless you. God bless you guys, all right? Let's give them a hand, man. They are adorable. My goodness. And uh, in, in just a few minutes after we sing another song, we're going we're gonna to invite all the children up here on the stage. So, uh, and we have something special for them here as part of our interactive family service this morning. So we're thanking God that you're here. I'd like to ask our ushers to come forward. We'll receive our morning offering. And... Uh, Let's just bless the Lord this morning. If you're our guest here, please feel free to let this pass you by. Um, this is for those that are growing in the grace of giving, and we're just so thankful that, uh, that we're all here today. If you're our, our guest today, stop by our Welcome Center. We have a gift for you. We're, we're just so glad that you're here. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you, and I just thank you for all that you're doing. God, you are so good. Thank you for our children. Lord, it's just so wonderful to, to be in the service where we see our kids together like this. And uh, we're thankful for our ch children's ministers downstairs, Lord. Every week they come in, they pray over those kids, they, they prepare, they, they minister the Word of God every Sunday downstairs. We're thankful that they could have a, a little break today and next week. But, Lord, we're thankful to have our families together upstairs here today. Uh, thank you for their offering this morning that they've just given of these, of these canned goods that we can give to the, to the local food bank. And I just pray that through the, through the heart of a child, Lord, you'll touch somebody through one of those cans. That somebody in need will be touched because of the faith of a child this morning. Uh, God, we thank you for the, the gift of giving, Lord. You've given all to us. And so as we respond to you in giving, Lord, we thank you for this gift this morning of eternal life. And, Lord, what an opportunity and privilege it is for us to give unto your name, to tithe, to bless you. And, and Lord, as, uh, as we give now to, uh, to the birthday gift of Jesus, I pray that you'll help us, Lord, to, to meet that, that goal and to meet those needs of those missionaries around the world. 
You're a great God, and we're so thankful to be part of your work. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for this day of glorious rejoicing. And as Debbie comes, Lord, we pray that you will just anoint her and give her the words to speak. And just ask that you will just continue to have us 
just look to you today, Lord God, in the midst of all the hustle and bustle and craziness, allowing us to see the glorious uh, king that you are. We love you so very much. Amen. You can be seated, please, as we continue. This morning, share's mic. This morning, we've uh, asked Debbie Metcalf. Deb Metcalf is one of our veteran children's ministers, I like to call them, because they are ministering to the children downstairs. Would you welcome Deb Metcalf to our stage this morning? And uh, I'm going to, at this time, invite all the children to come and sit around the fireplace as Deb Metcalf reads a story to us this morning. So come on down, every child... Any adults would like to come too, you're welcome. But uh, I'm just going to bring all the children up. You get to sit by the fireplace. Please don't get burnt. There we go. They're coming. Come on down, guys. This is... This is... You can watch this on video. It'll be uploaded on the website later on today. Come on up. All right. Man, they got the most beautiful... PJs ever. All right. Okay, is her mic on? Would you lead us? Thank you so much. Well, Merry Christmas, boys and girls, and Merry Christmas, everybody who's here. Hey, did anybody get a gift for Christmas? If you got a gift for Christmas, raise your hand. Did you get a favorite gift for Christmas? Is there one you like better than anyone? Oh, I'm getting a lot of smiles and and yeah. So, what did you get? I got presents. You did? Did you get presents? Did you get a present? Yeah, Emma. Did you get a present? Did? Oh, that sounds really good. What did you get that you like? A desk. Whoa, that sounds really good. Well, boys and girls, you know what? We're gonna, I'm going to need some helpers here in a little bit. So for now, just let's keep our hands down just for a couple minutes until we get our story started, okay? Now, we all got presents that are real special to us. Did anybody here give anybody a present? If you gave someone a present, just raise your hand. Did you give a present? Oh, that is so good. Well, you know, I saw you giving a present to Jesus up there, hey, bringing your can up. So you know what? Do you, okay, just shh, okay. 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 Oh, that's real good because he likes to get presents too. Well, you know what? Now I have some graduates from my class up here, and I think they know what I'm going to do this morning. I'll tell you what my graduates can do that would be the best help of all. Some of, my, some of the kids up here haven't seen this before. Can you help keep the secret to the very, very end? Can you guys do that? I'm looking at my graduates in the back row there. If you can do that, that would be the best help. Thank you very much. Okay, well, here we go. Our story today has some different pieces to it. We're going to put the pieces together. Okay, now, wait a minute, Lillian. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're going to like this, Lillian. This is very interactive here. Okay, let's get this out, and we have our big pages that we're going to look at. Did you ever stop and think, okay, we got, hey, you know what, Evie, could you sit down just a little bit? Some of the ones behind you can't see you. Good job, guys. You're being good helpers. Okay, did you ever stop to think, we love to get presents, and we do pretty good at giving presents, but did you ever stop to think that at Christmas time and all through the year, God would love to get a present from us? He would just love to get a present from us. 
we're going to read our story this morning, and we're going to see what the best gift is that we could ever give to God. So let's get started. Our story is called, What God Wants for Christmas. And let's see if we can figure out what that gift is as we read our story. Okay, now let's see here. We have a page that has somebody that looks like they came from heaven on it. And we're going to show you that page in just a minute. But we have something else that we're going to do right with this. We're going to take this out. We're going to slide this down. And we're going to see, would you please come up and open the box that has the number one on it? If you could do that, and we're going to hold it up. You just stand by me when you open it and hold it up so everybody can see what's in it. Take the lid off. That's good. Now, whatever's in there, you hold it up real high so the boys and girls here can see it. Turn it around. Can anybody tell what came out of that box? What, what, an angel. That's right. It's an angel. Okay. That is great. Okay. We're going to sit, we're going to set our manger with our angel in it. Okay. Right over here beside me. So you put that angel wherever you want it to be in that scene. Okay. Now everybody, oh, it won't go. I don't think it'll go up that high, but you can try. Okay. Let's put it this way. So everybody can sort of see it down below too. Okay, there we go. That is very good. All right, now let's see what this angel had to say. Because this is an angel who had a real special job to do for God. So here we go. Here's the words to our story. The angel whose picture we just saw is named Gabriel. In the beginning, God started to plan to bring about Christmas, and it would be grand. Here he would launch a gift-giving tradition. I'll tell how it started, so please pay attention. But before we get to this story's heart, let me explain how I play a part. I was involved a long time ago as angel and speaker. It's God's words I know. Now let's see, what is he going to say? Whatever he's going to say, it came from God. So let's see what Gabriel has to say. For I stand in his presence. I'm Gabriel, and God wants you to hear the story I tell. For my words will offer his great gift to you. Uh Uh-oh, it sounds like God's going to give us a gift. And you'll know what he wants when the story is through. What God wants for Christmas, it's to you a surprise in box number seven. It is disguised. But no peeking. Be patient for this. You must wait. It's what you offer him. And it's really great. Okay, now we have a box number two here. Okay, uh, would you come up right, right here and open box number two for me? And that would be a very big helper. Okay, here we go. Here's box number two. And whatever's in there, just hold it up high for the boys and girls to see. What's in box number two? Oh, it looks like a woman. Is it? Yeah, let everybody see. Mary. It's Mary. Yeah, so we'll just put her right there in our manger scene. Okay, that is great. Okay, now let's see what Mary has to say in our... Oh, that's real good. Thank you very much. And the lid is there and everything. Okay, we are good here. Let's go on and see what Mary has to say now. This story began when Isaiah did tell that a virgin would give birth to Emmanuel. That name is special. The name Emmanuel means God with us. And one day in this child, many would trust. So when the time came, I was appointed to tell the young woman that she was anointed. I said to her, Mary, you're God's chosen one, and you will give birth to God's only son. Well, let's see what's going to happen next. Okay. 
But now we go on. How can this be, Mary said, for this isn't typical. Indeed, it's not. We'll call it a miracle. God's Holy Spirit will help you give birth to God in the flesh. He'll live here on earth. Now, what does God want for Christmas? It's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised. But no peeking. Be patient for this. You must wait. It's what you give to him. And it's really, really great. This means now that we are up to box number three. Okay, let's see here. Hey, Jack, do you want to come up and do box number three? Okay, okay well, we're, we're going to, we got a lot for everybody to do here, I think, maybe. Okay, hold it up, Jack. Let everybody see. Who is it? Is there a man in there? Uh, Joseph. Joseph, that's right. Let's put Joseph right over here. Well, you guys are good. Have you heard this story before? You guys are good. Okay, good job, Jack. Good job. Okay, it is Joseph. Sweet Mary now knew she'd be Jesus' mom, but moms need some help. She needed another. And Jesus would soon need a here-on-earth dad. God knew all that. Here's the plan that he had. God had a man named Joseph in mind. He'd make a good husband who's loving and kind. So one night, God sent an angel to speak instructions to Joseph while he lay asleep. Ooh, did you know God could talk to you even when you're asleep? He can, and he does. Joseph, take Mary. She'll be a good wife. This marriage is still God's plan for your life. God's spirit has given her a baby, and his name will be Jesus. He'll save you from sin. Jesus will do what no other baby could ever do. What does God want for Christmas? It's to you a surprise. In box number seven, it is disguised. No peeking, be patient. For this you must wait. It's what you offer him. And it's really great. What box number do we have up next? Four. Ooh, four. You guys are paying attention. Four. Hey, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Oh, my goodness. I got a lot of helpers here whose names I don't know. Okay. The young man in the red sweatshirt. If you could please come here, and we'll get going with box number four next. Okay. Thank you for being a good helper. Oh, who's in there? Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Who is baby that? Jesus. It's baby Jesus. Yeah, do you want to get? This is a good day to put him right in the manger. Oh, is that good? Thank you very much for being a good helper. Now, let's see what our story says about box number four. Okay. After a while, there came a decree. Go back where you're from originally. Okay, so let's go. To Joseph's and Mary's excited delight, she gave birth to God's son. It was not a surprise. God said it would happen, and he never lies. So let's see what our next page says. God gave the first gift that first Christmas day. He gave us the Christ, the babe in the hay. But that is not all. God wants something grand, an offering to him the point of his plan. So we're going to keep going and see what box number comes next. Oh, you guys are really paying attention up here. Five. Would you come do box number five? Okay, let's see. Here's our number five. Take the lid off. Let's see who's in there. Who are you going to let out of there? <gasps> Hold them up so everybody can see. Hold them up. Who, can, who is that? If he's, if he's holding a sheep, what is he? He's a shepherd. That's right. Okay, let's put him in our manger. Okay, let's put him there. Now that's box number five. How many more boxes do you have to go till we get to seven? Okay, okay, hold on. I'm going to have you do something special, Lily. So you just have a seat. Hold tight. Here we go. Okay, during the night, shh, when all was quite still, shepherds were sheep watching out on a hill. A Savior is born, boomed a rushing wind voice. 
a herald Messiah. It's time to rejoice. Now what stood before them? An angel in white with eyes full of fire and stature of might. Go to Bethlehem now. In a stable you'll find. Okay, just, just, just spin it. In a stable you'll find a babe in a manger. That is your sign. Oh boy, the, the shepherds wanted to go see what was going on in Bethlehem. Then finding a stable where they saw a light shine through the wallboards and into the night, the shepherds looked in, and what did they see? The manger, a baby, they fell to their knees. So this must be him. This is the sign they had found Jesus, the Savior divine. But what does God want for Christmas? To you, it's a surprise in box number seven. It is disguised. No peeking. Be patient for this. You must wait. It's what you offer him. And it's really great. I got all kinds of helpers wanting to come up here. Oh, my goodness. Let's, oh, we got all kinds of good helpers. Okay, wait a second, wait a second. The young lady with the penguin on her shirt. Okay. Okay, let's see here. Uh-oh, what box are you opening? Which one comes next? There you go. Go ahead, let's open it up. Let's see who's in there. Oh, wow, that looks really cool. Okay, hold him up so everybody can see. Who'd you, who'd you get? He's wearing a crown. That's right. He's a king. Very good. And we can add him to our manger scene. Thank you very much. Did you know that kings, kings came to bow to baby Jesus? That meant he was really special. Here's the wise man. Now, way in the east lived some men who were wise. They saw a new star when they looked to the skies. This must be the star written here in our book. It tells of a king. Let's take a look. So they followed this star till it finally rested where Mary the mother and Jesus were nested. When they stepped inside, they fell to the floor to worship the king. But then there was more. What box do we have to come up with next? Oh, seven, 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 seven. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you know what? We'll have a couple of you peek into box number seven. Okay, wait. Okay, hold on just one second. We're, okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, now, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm going to ask a couple of you to look in box seven. But once you look in, you don't say a peep, okay? You keep it a secret until I say go. Okay, when I say go, then you can say what's in here. Now, what you want to say, you don't want to say what's in here. You want to say what you see when you look in here. Not a peep. Okay, not a peep. Evie, come up here. We're going to let you take a little quick peek. Just look real quick. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, oh, oh. okay, let's see. Come on here. Come on here. I know you want to take a peek too. Okay, just look real quick. Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to ask you a question after you each look in here. Don't say a word, Lillian. Peek and keep a secret. Can you do that? I know you can do it. Okay, good. Okay, come on over, Jack. I know you want to... Just a quick peek. <gasps> look at that. Okay, who, who else wants a quick peek? Okay, come on. Come on over. Real quick, we'll get a quick peek. Come on, if you want to see in here, real quick. Real quick. Okay, here we go. Emma, okay, take a quick peek. Molly's coming too. Okay, quick peek and don't say a word. Quick peek. Okay, Molly, quick peek. Don't say a word. Can you do that? There you go. Okay, Josh, quick peek. Don't say a word. There it is. Boys and girls, we're going to give you all a chance after we're done here to take a look at this. But you know what? Everybody saw something different when they looked in here. 
Everybody saw something different. Yeah, you saw something different. Who did you see when you looked? I'm not, I'm not saying what did you see. Who did you see when you looked in here? One of my graduates back there. Go ahead. You're going to bust. Who did you see when you looked in here? Ourselves. That's right. We see us when we look in here. We see us when we look in here. It's us. But who's looking back at you when you open that book? It's us. So let's see how our story ends. What does God want for Christmas? Now, here's the surprise. In box number seven, where it's been disguised, what God wants is you, the one he created. That's what he wants for Christmas. God wants you to know him and love him within. And this is called worship, an offering to him. To do this, trust Jesus who died in your place when you didn't deserve him. That is called grace. So you can pray now and offer him your heart. And he'll come in and he'll make it clean. And that'll be the best gift you can get for Christmas is a clean heart from Jesus. Boys and girls, you have been wonderful listeners. Merry Christmas to each one of you. And I think you're okay to go back to your parents now. So thank you very much, boys and girls. There we go. Let's give Deb and our children a hand. We thank you so much. I'll tell you what, that makes me want to go downstairs every Sunday. Deb, you are incredible. And our kids are incredible. I'll tell you, what, what an incredible thought for us to uh, come and see how our kids, God uses our family of God here to minister to these children every Sunday, and God is doing great things. Again, Deb Metcalf, thank you so much. Give ourselves to Christ at Christmas. God bless you. God bless you. All right, this morning we are going to uh, just take a few brief thoughts here and look at We've been talking about the carols of Christmas, and this morning I thought it'd be so appropriate to look at this, this carol. It's called Infant Holy. Uh, th- this carol is, is really was, was known, uh, first recognized in America around uh, the early 1900s, I believe it was 1908, uh, but it, was, uh, it actually comes from Polish roots. Can you believe that? Uh, it has a, a Polish roots. We looked at all the different, uh, the different carols of Christmas, and they come from different areas. And I, I think it's interesting t- as we watch and see that uh, the message of Jesus, what Christ has done, is not something that is for one culture. It's for all cultures. It's for every, every country, for every people. Christ came for all peoples, as we talked last night. But infant holy, infant lowly. And it's, uh, it's a Christmas carol that maybe you're not familiar with. So I've asked Rhonda to come and just sing that this morning, and then I'm just going to share with you a few thoughts about Jesus based upon infant holy, infant lowly.
chapter 1 verse 26 in the sixth month God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David the virgin's name was Mary the angel went to her and said greetings you who are highly favored the Lord is with you Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Amen. That's our scripture passage this morning as we consider the song Infant Holy. 
Uh, just a few things I'd like to share with you this morning uh, about this infant Jesus. You know, when we come to Christmas, we look at the manger scene. We see the infant Jesus, and we know the story that he grew and he lived to be a perfect man, to, to want to the cross, to die, to pay for your sin. But I want you to, first of all, understand that he was sent. This little baby was sent from God. And as we look at the scripture this morning, he, he, he was sent from God, uh, uh, Luke 1, 26, verse, 20, uh, verse 26 and 27 says, in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin to be pledged uh, to be married to a man named Joseph. It, it was God's doing. And I want you to understand this morning that Christmas was God's doing. Uh, the, the meaning of Christmas, the, where, we, where we get Christmas from, comes from the Bible, and it was God's doing. This wasn't something that was happenstance. There was no chance. This wasn't like, wow, can you believe this actually happened? It was God planned this. As a matter of fact, God had promised it for several thousands of years. Um, it, it starts with God. Christmas starts with God. Christmas comes from God. The angel here was sent from God, and he says that, listen, that this is what God is going to do. Uh, the angel comes to Gabriel. I'm sorry, the, Gabriel, the angel Gabriel comes to Mary and says, listen, this is God's plan. Uh, Galatians 4.4 4 says this, but when the right time had come, God sent his son to be born of a woman, when the right time had come, uh, throughout all of eternity. So here was the Garden of Eden. Man falls and sins, disobeys God. And God says that he must punish sin. God says that he will follow through. Uh, he had told Adam and Eve, out of all the, all the trees in the garden, out of everything in this garden, you can eat out of everything, but there's one don't eat out of. And what does Adam and Eve do? We go out and we take that sin. We think we know better than God. And so God says from that very time, it's interesting to me that God didn't wait a thousand years later to make a promise. At the very moment, right, when, when he comes and he's dealing with Adam and Eve over their sin, he says that one day he is going to have the one that will crush the head of the serpent, one that will crush the enemy, and that is what Jesus did. And when we see Jesus coming in this nativity scene, that was the beginning of the plan. Uh, but the plan it was from God. God the Father had the plan. And God the Father loves you so much that he sent his one and only son, Jesus. Christmas is about the creator of the universe, uh, although he's not part of our universe. He, he's the one who created the universe. It is him moving in the person of his son and to make a way for you to have eternal life. 1 Timothy 1.15 tells us why Jesus came. And I love this from 1 Timothy 1.15. It says, Jesus Christ came into the world to save who? Sinners. Would you say that? Who? That means you. That means me. Christ didn't come for the righteous. He didn't come for those who think they are so good. Yeah, he, he came for you. You think you're so good, but the Bible says you're not. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And right here, 1 Timothy 1.15, Jesus Christ came into the world. When we see this, I want you to remember, Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. We needed a Savior. Jesus Christ 
came to save sinners. The, the second thing this morning, not only was he sent from God, not only was he sent from the Father, but he was special. Uh, this, the, the way that he came, he was special. He was born of a virgin. Uh, I, I want you to, to understand that God is good at doing things that are impossible. Luke one thirty seven, the angel Gabriel, I think I have verse 36, verse, uh, okay, verse 37, says, for nothing is impossible with God. When the angel Gabriel is, is meeting with Mary, she talks to him and she says, you know, I, I'm, I'm a virgin. How is this going to be? And she says, well, God's going to do this. And uh, he says to her that God is going to do this. And Gabriel responds that nothing is impossible with God. Read that with me this morning. Nothing is impossible with God. You see, how, how could God place a baby in the womb of a woman who had no physical relations? I don't understand it, but I tell you this, nothing is impossible with God. I don't understand about eternity and heaven after we live on this earth that God would have a home for us, but nothing is impossible with God. God made a way, and God saw that you needed him so much, that you needed, there was nobody else that could pay for our sin. The Bible says that, that, the, that he would not let the guilty go unpunished. That, uh, that, we should, that we would have to live up to God's standard of perfection. And there is not one. The Bible says there is none righteous. No, not one. No one person has ever been righteous enough to earn their way to heaven. And that is why Jesus came. Because nothing is impossible. And God looked upon his family. He looked upon his children. You're his children he looked upon the, the very creation that he created and he said, I am not willing to let my children depart from me. I am going to let those people come and have a relationship and I will adopt them into my family. As a matter of fact, I'm going to send my one and only son, Jesus, to come into the earth to pay for the sin. Genesis 1.18 says, Is there anything too hard for the Lord? In Job 42, 4, uh, 42, verse 2, he says, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Listen, God is in the business of doing the impossible. And some of you this morning, you've come in here and you are dealing with some impossible circumstances in your life. Uh, we, we've taken a momentary pause, haven't we? It's called Christmas. Something happens around Christmas Eve and Christmas and maybe a day after. We all kind of pause. You know, you're going to travel maybe to see some family today, and you'll notice it's quiet out there. Not, not too much of anything is open today uh, except for the house of God. Amen. All right. Uh, listen, there's not too much open out there today, and it's quiet. It has a surreal feel because it's like a peace statement. We're taking a break. But I know that some of you are facing some impossible circumstances that on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday are going to pick back up. And on January the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th, you're going to be facing it. And may I give you this encouragement this morning, that nothing is impossible with God. God came into this earth to pay for your sin, and that's what he did when he came as a son, as the, as the son of a woman, as we saw there. He came in as the son of a woman. He was God, 100% God. He was present at creation. Boys and girls in the service, I want you to understand, that little baby that came in the manger, he was there whenever the heavens and the earth were made. John chapter 1 says that there was nothing 
made that was made without him. In other words, you could not make it. Jesus was there. He made everything. It was at his hands. So when you understand this, these, the shepherds, the kings, Mary and Joseph, they're bowing down to the creator of the universe. He was present at creation. God chose to come in through a virgin birth. He was born of a virgin. He was special. He was born of a virgin. Um, the, the angel answered, Luke one thirty five. the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. The Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. He came and, uh, and he used Joseph. Joseph was his, his earthly father uh, that, that we like to refer to him as his earthly father. Um, but he was not, there was no genetic there. But it became a legal father, if we will, if you, if you will. Um, it, was the, it was the legal human father and he would be the heir of the throne of David. All throughout history, all throughout the nation of Israel, King David was the long-revered king. And one day the throne of David would, be on, would come back. And, and when they heard these promises about the throne of David, all they could think about was the Messiah. Because the Messiah would come back as king. And he would be the king. And when the king comes, the throne of David would be restored in Israel. And there would be peace. Peace forevermore. And you'll go, you'll go look in the, the, pro, uh, the promises from Ezekiel and, uh, and read some of the prophecies in, in the Old Testament. You will find out that this Jesus came. He was the answer. He was the fulfillment. And the people, their hope, their long expectant hope was fulfilled in this infant holy. He was set apart. He was set apart. That's what the word holy means. That's my next thought this morning. He is set apart. He is holy. He's a holy God. The word, in, the word holy means to be set apart. But I want you to look here. Luke one thirty five. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One, the Holy One to be born, will be called the Son of God. Let me share with you this morning... Not only does the word holy mean set apart, it means that he was pure. He's good. He's without any defect, without any blemish, without any deficiency. The word of God is full of hope for us because it means that the spotless lamb, this was the spotless lamb that was going to come and pay for our sin. That Jesus who came into the earth would be the one to pay for our sin. He was holy. He was set apart. He is the Son of God. He is the Son of God. It says that the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. He is the only begotten Son. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. That's who this infant holy was. That song, Infant Holy, come from the Polish roots. And uh, it was actually, first, first uh, we see it in the early 1900s, but the, the, it was actually, uh, it's an on, written anonymously. Few people have tried to, to uh, there's a few people have gotten credit for translating it over into English. But uh, it really can be dated back almost to the 14th century. 
in Polish towns, people sing that. Imagine Polish congregations coming together and sing that in, 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 their, in their folksy type of feel. Infant holy, infant lowly. And just hear them coming to praise the Lord God. Imagine them coming on Christmas Day hundreds of years ago because of the excitement of who Jesus is. And this morning, I'd like to encourage you to continue to sing and praise because the infant holy, he is the Savior. He is the Son of God, and he is the Savior of the world. Luke one thirty one. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus. Matthew one twenty one. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You needed a Savior. Jesus Christ come to pay for our sin. And lastly this morning, he sits on the throne forever. This little baby that was coming, this was the beginning. And there are, there are many more prophecies that will be fulfilled in the future. But look at what the angel told, told them. He says that in Luke one thirty three, He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. And, his, and to his kingdom there will be no end. His kingdom will never end. And so the, the people who were there that night on that holy night, that silent night, guess what? There was Mary, Joseph, and the baby. And God came in to change the world. Then a few shepherds arrived. But everything was going on. It wasn't like today where everything's closed. Everything was up and running and people, the census was being taken. There was a lot of commotion. And Jesus comes in and he steps into time. And then this little baby would grow up and go to the cross he would live a perfect life, a sinless life, and then he would go to the cross and pay for your sin. And Isaiah 9, 6 says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on King David's throne uh, and, and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time and forever. I want to encourage you today. This was the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who came. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who came. And he wants you, as Deb Metcalf said, to give yourself to him. He wants you to come, and the greatest gift that you could give Jesus this morning is to respond to his kingship. Uh, imagine if the king were sitting here with a scepter this morning, what would you do? You would come in, you would want to kiss the ring of the king. You would want to kiss the scepter. You would want to come and bow down. And so this morning I ask you, will you come and bow down before the king of kings and the Lord of lords on Christmas? And not just on Christmas but every day of your life. Let's bow in prayer. With our heads bowed and eyes closed this morning, maybe you're here and you have not yet opened your heart to Christ. Christ this morning is looking for you to receive him as your Savior. And so I'd like to invite you this morning to open your heart to trust Christ. If that's you, you've never opened your heart to trust Christ as your Savior, 
I would like to, on Christmas Day, what a powerful day for you to begin a relationship with Jesus. Would you just respond in prayer to him something like this? Just quietly pray inside to God. Dear God, I'm a sinner. And you came to save sinners. And on this Christmas day, I humble myself and accept you, King Jesus, to be the Lord of my life. You came as a baby. You lived the perfect life. You died on the cross and paid for my sin. And I invite you into my life this Christmas day. Thank you. You are my king. Father God, be with each person in here this morning. God, we celebrate who you are. Jesus, the Savior, the Holy One, the Son of God, the Promised One. God, you have done so much. Your word is so filled with the promises and you are the fulfillment of them all. And we thank you that you are the infant holy, but that you did not stay the infant holy. That today we celebrate your birth, but we really celebrate our new birth because we have life in Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's stand together as we sing a closing song. As we sing, if you'd like to come and kneel and pray this Christmas, feel free to do so as we sing to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.
as you leave, and Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you next year.